Welcome to another edition of the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. And for those of you unaware, uh, every comedy venue should or does have a table set aside for us comedians to sit around, chill, relax, catch up, BS, gossip. And that's what this is. A bunch of comedians sitting around a table doing exactly that. Tonight my guests are... This is the comedian table's comedian's table light, I think. Yeah, uh, Reg Fair <laughs> and Steph St. Lawrence. Because because you do improv, I do improv. I've gotten up once. Oh, did you? <laughs> just yeah. once. Good for you. And uh, yeah, other than that, I'm just a guy that thinks he's funny. So, you know, where's all the comedians? What happened to them? Hmm. There was like ten at your open <laughs> mic the other day. But I only asked one to come on the show. What? All right. <laughs> And, you then, have he, to, you and have, then he didn't show up. You know, you're obviously proving your weight. Yeah. You, you know that you've got it when you show up to, to Brian's show. Well, I have to be here anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those have-tos, not uh, want-tos. Well, yeah. uh, you're appreciated. <clears throat> okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Last show, we went... 25 minutes before you even mentioned the documentary. No, I, I mentioned on. it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You brought it up. Yeah. And then that's, I think that's a record. Maybe. So, so what's happening? What's happening with the documentary? Yeah. When, other, when's other it going to be ready? What, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, they told us that I have until September 18th of 2023 to submit my first cut, rough cut, to my, I have a filmmaking mentor. He's indigenous. Um, he's done TV shows, documentaries. He's traveled all over the world, New Zealand, Australia, Chile, uh, all over Canada, all over British Columbia, doing television shows and documentaries. Wherever the Andes is. Chile? Chile and yeah. Argentina. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's yeah. been there doing documentaries. Um, so I have to submit my first rough cut by September 18th. 2023. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And Why then, so long? Uh, it's a uh, long they're story. talking from someone who's never cut a film. Eh? Well, that's true. That's true. But that's still, how many, that's four months, months, five months away? Well, I met months. my mentor in January. Yeah. Production could have started November of 2022. Right. Um, so, yes, we've had, we, we have had a long time. Um, and it does seem like a long time. I, I have a co-editor. Uh, she's a Métis uh, female comedian. Sarah Jones. Sarah Jones. Yeah. And she's also my camera person. I was, I was mandated to hire someone uh, that fit her criteria. She actually had, fit the criteria. She checked those boxes. Yeah. Female. Uh, BIPOC or, you know, indigenous. Indigenous, yeah. Um, yeah. And so. Well, that's good. And now that being said, I think she knows what she's doing too. That helps. Yeah, she she's done. Uh, she shot video for the Bells of the Underground burlesque group. Oh right, yeah. Um, they were the ones that performed at the Omnica. Right, right. I don't know if they were at Ignite, but um, she's some of them were. Sorry, some of them were at our show, the the Ignite show. The, that variety show that yeah, you did, yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, there were a handful that are in the bells. Yeah. Question: 
Do they get like topless? Uh, they wear they wear pasties? these little pasties, yeah. uh, little uh. things that cover the nipples. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in one way, yes, they do. In another way, not quite. So the bottom. <laughs> no. 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 Um. Oh yeah. So yeah, she's my she's uh, cool. she's like a second eye. Yeah. For the documentary, we've um, she's actually going to be featured in the documentary as well because she's also fits the criteria of the subject of the the doc. Cool. BIPOC comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got one more main interview to go. Um, I also want to shoot some footage of me on top of Connaught Hill, which is going to be the opening shot where I. You know, because it's about Prince George, right? It's about the comedians of Prince George, so I want to show Prince George. So we're going to go to Connaught Hill with her drone, and then I'm going to turn to the camera and say, have you ever heard this old Indian joke? And I tell the joke about uh, this old Indian man. He's on top of a mountain with his son or his grandson, and he turns to his son and he motions you know, he, to, the, to, the, to the land. He goes, son, one day... None of this will be yours. <laughs> and that's the way of introducing the doc. It's a documentary about Prince George. It's about, it's about comedy. Mm-hmm. So start with a joke. If it's a joke about comedians, start with it. Or if it's a doc about comedians, start with a joke. So that's awesome. the joke. Yeah, good idea. And yeah, so we've got interviews with uh, Monita Ranu, who's one of the subjects. We still have to interview Kylie Lewis Holt. Um, this, uh, we've—I don't know if you know this about the Prince George stand-up comedy community, but we recently had a, a contest open to first-timers and what have you. Anyone? It was open to anyone, really, because we had you know veteran comedians that entered. Um, it attracted like four or five new comedians. So our, our comedy community grew quite a bit. Three of them, uh, two of them were Métis uh, females. One was South Asian, uh, one is trans, and one's like a senior citizen. And so uh, those two female Métis are going to be in the, in the dock and the South Asian, briefly, just to show that the community is growing, but it is also more diverse. Mm-hmm. Now you said it attracted four new, and then you listed, listed off five. five. Okay, <laughs> I thought you said four. I know, but we but had there like was five. Um, well, no, the contest attracted four new people, but two of them had already done comedy at one of Mike McGuire's shows at Art Space. Oh, okay, yeah. So they had already kind of been in the community, but only right, done it right, once right. or twice. Okay. Um, so yeah um, well are, now there's a lot of talk about doing another one and then the firm closed another comedy clash yeah so yeah is there are you guys <laughs> working on a new venue or what are you thinking I'm not currently no my partner might be <laughs> well what about what about the trench because you did an open mic at the trench there's you're going to do another open on, mic be another comedy open but mic what on. about that as a more permanent venue a more regular venue for that sort of thing 
I think it's a wait and see situation. So you think it's too big, too vacuous to to really be good for that, or uh, it'll have to do for now. (laughs) Wow, glowing, (laughs) glowing recommendation. It's not the greatest, okay, but it's better than nothing, right? I mean, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know any other venues in town. Well, last last show we had talked about. Uh, what's the other brewing one up? Deadfall, uh, Deadfall yeah. Uh, Deadfall. Deadfall is a great little venue. But it can only fit 30 people. So if you've got but that eight might comedians. Work. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That it kind of bumps your numbers down a bit. Yeah. yeah. So it was like 30 capacity? Yeah. Plus staff, I guess. No. Oh. Well, we only sell so many tickets. Well, yeah, well, might work. and that's the thing is that you can do si- uh, tickets for sale at Deadfall. I'm not sure what Trench's, you know, ideas are. They want to do events to draw people, but I, I'm not sure if they'll close the door to tickets. See? Right. Well, come Deadfall the fall, will. there's always the <clears throat> pub at UNBC. <clears throat> Right. right. Well, yeah, that's but kind of the, the same summer. situation where it, it, it's a fairly high ceiling and a kind of a large room when you look at how deep it goes, right? Yeah. I mean, you get a bit of a crowd up front, but realistically, if there's someone in the back playing pool, what are you going to do? There's no right? pool table there. Isn't there one? No. I thought there was. There's a fireplace. They should have a pool table. They should. They have they a football table. Oh, there you go. That's even Ooh. better. So... <laughs> Um, what about, okay, because... I had a German roommate a few years ago. Okay. And we had a foosball table. Yeah. Uh, my brother and I, but my brother moved out and he kept, I kept the foosball table. Yeah. And so I'm showing her the the, the suite, the basement suite. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's, you know, your room, the kitchen, the foosball table. She's like, what? I was like, the foosball table. She's like, foosball. She goes, yeah. do you know what that means? I'm like, uh, foosball? <laughs> and she goes, no, it's actually a German word for football. Football, yeah. You knew that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that, but I kind of assumed that just oh, from... Oh, because the way I told it? Well, no. I I played foosball. <laughs> like, like, did you get, ever get good at foosball? Yes. Okay, I'm taking you down next time we're up at the pub. <clears throat> it's it's definitely soccer, right? Well, yeah. So, yeah. Foosball, you can, you can football, yeah. German. Like, how, how good are we talking? How good am, am I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you spin when you shoot? This is what I, okay. No, you can't let go of the rod. Okay. Then, then I'll play you. Cause if you're spinning, <laughs> no, I I'm going to no, beat I you. No, no, I don't. There's spin. no, there's no, no, no there's no question that I'm going to beat you. If you're one of these guys that spins and hopes for a no, shot. No, no, you no. guys are obviously we, pros. We have well, certain rules. Yeah. The, the center uh, Rod, you yeah. can't score with that one. I've heard that one, and I kind of, you know, I'll play that rule. But if you're if you're so sad sack that you can't the two back ones. If, if you're so sad sack that you can't stop a shot from the center, that's on you. That's not, <laughs> you know, come on. You can score with the one on fret, obviously, yeah. and the two in the back, but not in the center. No, the rule. I don't that, know why we. No, the rule I always knew was you can't score from the center off the drop. Like any other time, if you right, get it right, in okay, the middle yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can get a shot away, yeah, it, yeah. But I, I don't even I, I don't even like that other rule because <laughs> if if you can't block them, you're all you're doing is your 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 centers against his centers, 
And if you can't block him, well, what are you doing playing the game? Do you know who Hugh Dillon is? Yeah. You do? I've heard of the band. Sorry? From that band. Yeah. <laughs> that band. From, yeah, that the band. Headstone. The guy that used to spit in the air. And <laughs> well, yeah, he was like high all the time, kind of raging. Yeah. yeah. And Spiky he was on hair. a TV show. He was on a TV show where Breaking Point? Breakpoint? I, I don't know. He, he was like a member of a SWAT team or whatever okay. in Toronto. And it was always like a bomb. <laughs> like There's a bomb somewhere. Okay, yeah. bomb. Group was called the, the Headstones. The group was called Headstones. Yeah, I know. They were playing yeah. at the what UNBC used to call the Backyard Barbecue. Yeah. Or right. something like that. And this was when the Prince George Hotel was still around. There was a friend of mine he went to, I went to university with. He was indigenous. He was at the, the, the Prince George Hotel at the bar. He ran into Hugh Dillon. He's like, hey, you're Hugh Dillon. Hugh Dillon was apparently looking for drugs, and he went to the sleaziest bar in town, thinking, <laughs> yeah, this, Where looks, else like place, gonna find this looks like a place I could yeah. score. And so he runs into my friend. He's like, hey, what are you, you're Hugh Dillon. You're at the UNB. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you want some backstage tickets, right? Backstage passes. So he gave him some backstage passes. We already had tickets to the show. We, we were big uh, Headstones mm-hmm. fans. Me too. And so uh, we actually... We were, he was given a number of backstage passes, but we didn't even use them. We just, you know, we just, and, you know, stayed and enjoyed the show. So, anyways, um, we go down to the Roadhouse, which was next door to the Prince George Hotel, which was like widely known as the Indigenous Bar. And so my friend shows up with Hugh Dillon. Hugh Dillon is still wearing his stage clothes and he hadn't showered and he had just come off stage and he, Spelled pretty bad. He's quite short, too. I don't know if you know this, but he's, he's like, not like super short, like Ronnie James Dio, <laughs> which is an obscure reference. Dio? Who doesn't know Dio? <laughs> and who doesn't know how, how tall he is? I mean, come on. He's five foot three. Okay, no. <laughs> what? He's not that short, is he? I don't know. Five okay. foot three, come on. But Hugh Dillon was there with us at the bar, and... This was in my drinking days in university. And we used to have people over at the house all the time, the apartment. And so uh, my friend goes, hey, what are you guys doing today? Well, you know, we're going, like, as usual, we're going back to our place, right? He's like, do you mind if I, mind if I bring Hugh? We're like, yeah, that'd be awesome, right? And so he's sitting around. We used to, we used to play drinking games with cards. Like, uh, I don't even know. But whoever loses, you know, has to take a shot or take okay. a drink or whatever. And Hugh Dillon made the observation that this was like house parties back home where he was from. And so anyways, we we had a, a house full of people. A bunch of people, you know, in the living room, the kitchen, kitchen table, a few people playing foosball. And so he sees this and he's like, hey, let's play some foosball. Right? I was like... I got Hugh. <laughs> like, I was like, and so I was playing goalie. He was forward, and my brother and someone else was playing against against us. Hugh was so high, <laughs> did not touch the ball once. <laughs> I scored every goal from the goal from the D. From the yeah from yeah. the wow. And every time I scored, he would like way back and. High five, and he had these rings on. Oh no! <laughs> and every time he, 
I'm like, no, okay. <laughs> it hurt like hell. And well, um, this was when we had answering machines. And we're like, hey, can you leave an outgoing message on our answering machine? Right. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, what do you want me to say? Oh, Hugh Dillon, stop effing calling here. <laughs> right? So he's like, all right. He's like, we hit record. He's like, hey, this is Hugh Dillon. Stop effing calling here. And so for like months and months, we would not pick up the phone. <laughs> because we wanted, we wanted to, people to hear it. Yeah, we wanted to. And we wanted to hear his outgoing message as well. And... People, he was, he was, his, he was so high and so drunk, it was slurred, like his speech. Right. So it sounds like, hey, this is you, stop effing calling. <laughs> but he was saying, hey, this is Hugh. Hugh, yeah. And so people were like, they stopped calling us because like, they're like, hey, if this is you, <laughs> they thought it was directed towards them. <laughs> stop effing calling that's, him. That's like the, uh, the one part of uh, Knives Out. Have you seen the movie Knives Out? Well, the, there's a, a character that's basically passed out dying on the floor, and the main character leans over, and she says, Hugh did it. But she <laughs> thinks he, she said, you did it. And it's a whodunit, right? So it's like, so it freaks her out. I didn't do it. You know, it's, <laughs> anyway. Who's on first? But <laughs> Hugh did it. Hugh's on first. So. Hugh's on first. <laughs> You got you got to watch that movie. It's a very good movie. Okay, so what was the TV series that was he was in? Because he's been in a lot. Uh, I think it's got point in the name. It's got what point in the title? He's been in something called The Killing, Continuum. Are these sounds like movies? He was in a TV sh- show. Yeah, these are these are TV shows. Oh. The The Expanse. He was, like, he was the star. X Company, and he is currently. Actually, he's been on he's been on Yellowstone. He's actually in 30, 13 episodes Why are you of Yellowstone. Me like that? <laughs> I'm just saying that's pretty impressive. That's a big and the the one he's currently on is uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Okay, never heard of any of those. Well, no. you've seen Hard well, Logo. You've, you've heard yeah, of Yellowstone, of course. The Bruce McDonald movie. Yeah, Bruce McDonald. Which also one? Directed uh, Hardcore Logo. Bruce McDonald also directed Dance Me Outside. Hmm. Yeah. You seen it? Bjork. With uh, Frank Fence Post and played by, what was his name? Long hair, Adam Beach. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Funny story. Uh oh. My crush, when we're, we're, talk, we're actually going to Billy Idol uh, at the PE oh, at yeah. the end of August. What does that have to do with Blue Rodeo, by the way? Blue Rodeo is also playing at the piano. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I was like, which one do I go to? Right? Oh. And so uh, we, were, we were talking this one time, and she goes, oh, hey. uh, I said something about uh, being a comedian, being on TV. And she's yeah, I've been on TV as well. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I used to be an actress. I was like, really? I was like, what have you done? She's like, well, I did an episode of this. Remember Ricky Schroeder? Yeah, Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons. Oh, no, he was on an episode of Outer Li- Outer Outer Limits. Outer Limits. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a sci-fi yeah. shot in Vancouver. Yeah, um, where he meets uh, an Indian like a, from the past. Yeah, it was played by Adam Beach. Okay, she was in that episode, oh. and she goes, uh, "Yeah, I got to, I got to kiss Adam Beach. He was like a hunky, yeah, yeah. you know." And she called it the highlight of her life. There you go. And she has two children. 
<laughs> like I've always wanted to tell that story yeah. on stage. This is like one of the few times I've actually spoken out loud, <laughs> oh, other than uh, to other communities. You know, we should use it on stage because uh, the parents in the in the in the audience <laughs> oh, they'll laugh because yeah. <laughs> they know that yeah, the kids are kind of a mixed and she blessing. Has two children <laughs> can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what what did you say about Bruce McDonald and hardcore logo? Oh, it, Hugh Dillon was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, that's, he was a star. That's how uh, Dillon kind of got into that. Yeah. Into acting. Yeah, that was yeah. his first role. Yeah. It's very good, too. I remember watching it for, like, the second time and totally forgot what happens in the end. And it was, like, completely shocking. As shocking as the first time. Yeah. That's what I love. It? Have you seen it? No, okay. but that's what I can, love about my memory is I can, watch, <laughs> I can watch movies over and over and, okay, what, what happens here again? I kind of remember, but not quite. So mm-hmm. it's Is that so the good. same with jokes? Uh, no, I can see a joke coming a mile away. Even the second time? Well, or even more the second time? I, I might. Can you fr- enjoy comedy <laughs> second time around? Both yeah, of- yeah, actually, because you talked about last last show, you talked about uh, Chris Gaskin's playground bit, and it was just as funny the second time I saw him do that. He only listens to the show, right? Huh? He listens to the show? Yeah. You're just stroking Yeah, you, you told Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, but, it, yeah, okay, well, I don't know. I don't, just, I don't tend to really yeah, It was terrible. Gaskin was brutal on stage. Oh, nice. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I would uh, listen to Pryor and and Richard Pryor, yeah, Cosby yeah. and Bill Cosby. And <laughs> <laughs> sure, for those of you who don't well, know, is this well, the we, comedian's table? You never oh, know how young the listeners are. Okay. Sometimes you got to use the full name, right? And Williams, <laughs> uh, Bill Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin and Williams. I do remember listening to those records over and over. You know, I wasn't much of a Cheech and Chong guy. No. Um, but when I listen, um, I think when I listen to comedians now, though, and I hear the same joke told, what I do is I'm paying attention to the delivery. And yeah. I can appreciate a different delivery if they give it. Odds are, if it's a memorized joke and not a riff, then I will, I'll go, oh, okay, you delivered that better or you delivered that differently, and I appreciate that. I'm not going to laugh at the same joke twice. Though. No? No. Oh, I, I will, if it's done well. Yeah. Well, it, it depends on the type of joke. If yeah, it's a straight-up one-liner yeah, okay. and you know it's there, but when it's a performance kind yeah. of joke, like, yeah. like the Chris Gaskin's merry-go-round thing, that's straight-out performance comedy, really. Because he does the Pratt fall, he does the whole nine yards, and you can't help but just sure. in, in fact, break up I, over that. I also I went back and I watched a bunch of Jim Carrey comedy yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Because his characters, uh, while they're usually quite outlandish, they're worth watching just because they're interesting character studies. Because yeah. he'll do five characters in five minutes, right, in his old stand-up. Mm-hmm. And it was worth watching again. I'm not a... I'm, but outside of that, uh, I basically just want to. I want to see character yeah. and the delivery of the joke. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's for sure. just my take on it. Dumb and Dumber has got to be the stupidest movie I've watched like a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just watchable because you're like those guys. Like, remember when uh, they were going to go to uh, that mountain town? 
It's been ages since I've watched it. You watched it a hundred times. Yeah, you tell us about you're it. the one that for yeah. We've only I watched, watched it once. It like, I don't know. I think I've you seen only watched it. it once. Is that where he talks out of his butt? No, I, that was no. That I, I think I've seen it twice, and once was on commercial television. The problem is, so. is that when you've got two hours of one character, sometimes it's not enough to drive a movie. I mean, yeah, there's certain like um, for me, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire wasn't enough. I listened to five, ten minutes of that character, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got what this character's about. There's nothing funny about it anymore, you know? And in that same way, halfway through that movie, I'm like, yeah, okay, these guys are this character. Not that I'm sitting there going, oh, I know people like that. Because <laughs> I grew up with that. I, I moved away from the country just to get away from it. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's some movies, like I watch uh, Dodgeball every once in a while, and some of the characters in there, I just, I just can't get enough no, of watching yeah, them again. It's like yeah. it, uh, they just nail it so well. Oh, you know what? What movie is like that? Talking about comedies, trying to keep it in the realm. Yeah. Um. Uh. What's it called? News anchors. The the um the one with Ron Burgundy. Yeah. 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 What was it called? Yeah, news, news anchors. News anchors. I think it was news anchors. No, wasn't it? I think it's called Ron Burgundy. No, the 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 sequel I think was Ron Burgundy. Okay, but yeah, but because those guys are pros at delivery, yeah. and they're all so diametrically different in the film, yeah. I really loved that as character piece and some of the deadpan lines. <laughs> yes, just incredible. Yeah, a lot of those shows like that, mm. the ensembles, mm-hmm. uh, the. Who's Will Ferrell? Mm-hmm. Those type. Mm-hmm. They do numerous takes, right? And they so the, a lot of improv. It, yeah. yeah, getting back to um, Anchorman. Anchorman, Anchorman, not <laughs> news anchor. Anchorman, right. well, you got it half right. Man, anchor. because man's got to be in the title for yeah. Ron Burgundy. Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, and so, how like? Are were they like? Do you know their history? Like, were they in improv guys? I think that I think that Pharrell did some improv, and I think he did train, but uh, I don't think he took that career very far. I mean, it, what he wasn't very old when he got picked up from by Saturday Night Live, right? Right, and a, that's where a lot of Saturday Night Live people come from. Chris, Chris um, Farley, Farley, that's right. John Belushi, yeah. Um, well, yeah, a they all bunch of the newer. They players. all come out of Second City Second and those City, kind of yeah. troops yeah. that do a lot of improv. Yeah, I totally. mean that's pretty much it, right? Um, I mean they do a lot of skit comedy, but they also do mm-hmm. uh, improv as well, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I'd say uh, a lot of those had that kind of background. There's a game in improv, actually. You were asking me about games earlier, Mm -hmm. and and we could actually do one uh, if you wanted to. Anytime Mm -hmm. you want, just say something, say change, okay? Give me a topic. A topic? Yeah, any topic. Hockey. (laughs) How did I know you were going (laughs) to? And then at any point, say change, and I'll have to change what I say. All right? So... How much time we got? I don't know, Reg. What? T- how much time you got? You didn't. Uh... Oh, sorry. I guess we're out of time. Or no? Yeah, we're <laughs> we're out of time. We're gonna have to do this some other time. I, I wrote down the wrong time, but you didn't even write down a time. <laughs> this is an old card. No, it isn't. That's. I wrote down 
36 when it should have been 06. Oh, so we're, uh, we are yeah, we're, we're one totally minute. out of time. <laughs> well, no, that's fantastic. I'm going to leave the audience on such a pin. They're going to wish that they knew this Well, they'll game. be there on the 9th. They'll be there on June and, 9th. And they can, space, that, that, they can pick that up. They can pick that a la carte. 20 bucks to watch Improv Schmimprov. That's right. Is there that's a, right. That's the title that they can find on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, improv Schmimprov a la carte at uh, Artspace. They've got a, a event on their Facebook page as well. There you go. So this has been the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. Tonight my guests were... Reg Fair. Steph St. Laurent. Thank you for listening.